the real true podcast a happy hello and welcome back to our listeners my name is maggie simpson and i am lawrence welk not that one <laughs> today on our show we are going to take a journey into the mind and discuss the mysteries of egypt uh, we had a viewer question last week about the pyramids and who built them and, and the mysticism were there cats behind... involved in yeah yes involved, the cats the mysticism mysticism behind them and their connection to i guess aliens well, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll get into it, but I, I'm pretty sure ancient Egypt and the pyramids are connected to to uh, pretty much everything in human civilization, uh, past and present and, and future. Yeah. And as we learned last week, everything is connected. So, you know, who who knows where it's going to go today? It's a lot to unpack. So we, we've got just so we're just we're just calling it the mysteries of Egypt because we've got the pyramids. Who built them? Where did they come from? There was also a question about cats are they aliens you know what is their connection to perhaps Egypt? Yeah, perhaps the question should be are they not aliens are, oh yeah that's great that's a great one are they not aliens? so we're gonna find that out out today but first maggie did you know horses run in time to the earth's rotation i did did you know a glass of orange juice has more explosive energy than a pound of c4 wow did you know that one wag of a dog's tail produces the same force as a gunshot? Well, did you know clouds fart? They're just simply too high in the atmosphere to hear or smell. Dogs can understand turkey gobbles. Did you know that? No, that's uh, I, I didn't until I just said it. I didn't know that either, but did you know the moon landing was real, but the footage of mission control was all faked on a soundstage? Well, did you know titanium and aluminum are the only metals that babies can taste? Oh my god, did you know that the Lazy Susan was invented by a man who was shy about cooking? That man was Steve Jobs. Did you know his grandmother is still alive? And that woman is Helen Mirren. Did you know hats were originally designed to be worn on the shoulder? Oh, I didn't know that. Did you know a constant diet of Oreos make rats glow in the dark? This has been Did You Know on Real True Facts. I almost don't really know where to start. I mean, when you think about Egypt, you you think the pyramids, you, you think the Sphinx, King Tut's tomb, you know, right. just uh, mm -hmm. tornadoes, uh, right? Oases, sandstorms, yeah. fertile crescent, the, the, the Tigris and the Euphrates. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Antony and Cleopatra's. Yeah, um, all of that. So. I, I want to start off, frankly, I'm interested in, in aliens, and uh, mm -hmm. I want I want to talk about whether, I mean, did aliens build the pyramids? Because that's the only thing that makes sense. Should we check in on, on the science of that? On the, I mean, if that's possible, if humans could build these things? Um, yeah, we should check in on the science with that. Uh, we should go down to the science bunker and call up Dr. Seymour, our resident scientist here, because he is able to give us all the information and all things we need to know. Because uh, sometimes we don't. I know in our last segment we said, did you know? We know a lot of stuff, but sometimes it's okay to admit we don't know everything. That's why we have Dr. Seymour. Um, and so let's let's get him up from the bunker here. Let's get him, let me dial him in here. Hacking Coming the mainframe. Coming a long, long uh, way today. So. Uh, Dr. Seymour, are you here with us? Yes, yes, I'm here. Good hey. to be here. Yeah. Are Thank you, you safe, doctor? I'm still safe. Still, um, still up. Uh, Plenty of supply of all the food and all of the um, essential oils and chemicals needed to uh, to science. Wonderful. Great. Wonderful. Great. So this week we're talking about uh, you know Egypt and uh, the mysteries of it. Um, and I I was uh, talking about uh, the pyramids. Could so I mean scientifically speaking, physics physically speaking, could they be constructed by humans? Is that even possible? The uh, the the Great Pyramids, I assume we're speaking of in Egypt. Yes, uh, uh, Giza. I yes. think there's a uh, little boy and fat man, the big one and the little one. So we have been um, led to believe, or it, it is um, the uh, historical community wants us to believe that the pyramids are a few thousand years old. 
Mm-hmm. And when we when we think about that and the technological marvels necessary to construct an edifice of that sort, right. um, nowadays, let alone hundreds and thousands of years ago, it, it does boggle the mind. And uh-huh. the reason for that is that it is incredibly improbable that a human could construct a pyramid in the year 2020, let alone a hundred or several thousand years ago. Ah, that's what I thought. I knew it. Yeah. The, the pyramid, the shape of a pyramid, uh, you know, triangles are, are difficult. Triangles are tough. And a pyramid's especially tricky because although you see four triangles, if you're walking around it quickly enough, mm-hmm. there's a square on the bottom as well. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay, I, I I assume that has something to do with the geometry, but I don't, you know, I don't like to assume. Well, that makes sense to me because the stones used to build the pyramids are cubes. They're shaped like cubes. I've actually seen a replica of one of the bricks used to make a pyramid, and man, those things, those are next level. Like, there's, I, I don't even know what they're made out of. It's, it's even stronger than cement or, or whatever clay that they would have been able to use at the time. And it's like, where do those materials come from? That's almost like the consistency of a meteor. Right. So like that, it. yeah, that brings the question. So, all right, we've, we, we've established humans could not have done it. So who or what did, I mean, if that's not a mystery, uh, I don't know what is. And I think um, the scientific data we have available to us leads us to or, or gives us that that false sense of comfort or security that they're a few thousand years old because for anything under 60,000 years we use a, a method of carbon dating um, kind of comparing the the current amount of carbon 14 to the atmospheric level known now and previous and it, it leads to a very natural very um, comfortable conclusion about their age which corresponds with recorded history but what it doesn't account for is the assumption or excuse me the um the the misrepresentation that the carbon in there had to come from the earth's environment and atmosphere Uh oh and i actually read all about that in your dissertation dr seymour uh called the assumptions of carbon uh, I read that many years ago, but it stayed with me. Uh, remind me, what uh, what educational uh, facility did you, did you write that at? Um, the, the, which one, was it the presumptions of carbon or the assumptions of carbon? It was because, the as- assumptions of carbon. Oh, yes. The, uh, I because, couldn't make it through the presumptions of carbon. Uh, it, it went right over my to head. To be honest, I, I didn't read any of them. Yes, um, that was at the... Uh, University of Oceania when I was doing my master's on elements 6, 12, 18, 24, 30, but not 36. Okay. So that, that was five? my next question. Was, was that Five of them? Five? Uh, uh, no. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, we, we have some good groundwork there so we know they weren't made by you know weren't made by humans could not have been um so it had to be from outer space uh which means it's alien i mean that's the definition of an alien so that is one of the big mysteries of of egypt um maggie what are some of the other uh you know mysteries of egypt that kind of tantalize you the other mysteries of egypt that i am just really just struck by is uh, the feline imagery that mm. is just adorned in the uh, pyramid walls, if you could call them that. Um, right. So, uh, so cats. Yeah. Yes, cats. cats. Very interested in cats. I mean, we we have some really great evidence in these hieroglyphics, in these paintings, uh, in the pyramids of these humanoid cat-like figures. Mm. And I know historians would say that cats were revered. They were almost worshipped. We see cat mummies buried in tombs uh, with the pharaohs and the queens and all sorts of different people. So we see the remnants of actual cats, but what we never see 
are these humanoid gods that they worship, these, these humans with cat heads, and then we've got humans with bird heads, and we have dog heads, all, all these things. We don't right, have any traces heads. of those, but we have traces of the humans that were painted on these walls. So we see them. We know what they look like. They were uh, sculpted into their sarcophagi. So we know that they had faces like that. But where are the the bodies of these people? Where are the cat, um, I guess, the, the human cat bodies? So my question right. is, were those the aliens? Were those Was that documentation of the aliens that came down to mm. assist humans in constructing the pyramids? And then they, they documented it, and then those aliens just kind of pieced out to... Right, so you know, I, I think that galaxy. leads into, yeah, kind of a cultural question. Um, and I'm, I'm glad today we have, uh, you know, a, a, an Egypt, Egyptologist yes. to, um, you know, kind of cover some, maybe some of these more cultural intricacies. Um, I mean, we're... we're to be to be quite frank, we're really fortunate and lucky here to have our own uh, resident in-house uh, um, scientist that helps out with uh, a lot of these general questions. Yeah, um, but he is learned. Even, let me tell you. Right, we're even more fortunate that we can tap into expert resources that may specialize even further into the details. Um, so that's why I'm excited after the break to come back and, and dig in even deeper. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, people might be wondering how do we get these amazing guests, and it's like. When people are challenged with uncovering the truth, they will jump at the opportunity to educate the public. The and truth so, brings out the best in people. Yeah, it really does. And so we are just so lucky to have these guests here today. That We are in for a really fantastic show, and we are going to get down to the truth today. So why don't we take a little break? We'll come back with our special guest, and we will uncover more of the mysteries of Egypt. Real True Facts. Uh, today we are very, very honored to have in our presence Dr. Lauren Jay. She is an archaeologist with an emphasis on ancient Egypt. Um, her qualifications, her achievements go on and on. She's a Fulbright Scholar, uh, a wide mm. range of degrees from MIT, University wow. of Cambridge, Harvard, Penn State, and Le Cordon Bleu. Oh my God, Dr. Lauren Jay, how are you? Oh my God, thank you guys for having me. I am uh, doing great. So I know this sounds silly, but first of all, what is uh, an Egyptologist? Uh, basically, that means that I study uh, what happens in Egypt. I go to uh, okay. ancient ruins mm -hmm. and I excavate. So that means we dig into the ground and we sometimes it takes us a long time to break down a rock to see exactly what's inside. Oh, yeah. uh, People so don't, we. Yeah. We'll break down a rock and see is there is there um, is there something special in this rock or is it just rock? But it takes time because it's like you can't think of it almost like an egg. Like mm -hmm. you can't um, if you crush an egg, you've it's gone, right? So it's like that with the rocks. Like we have to be very gentle in opening them up. Okay, I see. Yeah, rocks can be delicate too. I, you know, that's... you never know what's inside. It could be crystals it could be just more rocks it could be like trilobites or something you just don't know yeah, yeah so we've it's just a rock yeah sometimes it's just a rock i mean one time i uh worked for about five months on uh excavating a rock and uh we we got through it and uh it ended up just being uh, a, a a lion poop Looking at your experience in Egypt, how many times have you actually been to Egypt? Um, I've been to Egypt about, hmm, I now live here, but it's been about, uh, I've been maybe like 84 or five, five trips to Egypt, um, but I live here now, actually. Uh, so you, you are in Egypt right now? Yeah, I live on the edge of, um, I live on the edge of Cairo. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I, you know, I'm looking at this list of your degrees and your education. Um, so you are an archaeologist. You have an emphasis on ancient Egypt. In your studies, because, you know, we're, we're talking today about some things that we're not sure about. Mm -hmm. In your studies and in your excavations, have you found any traces of alien life? 
Uh, actually, I have. Wow. Um, um, before we get into details, have you been yeah. bullied by the scientific community or even by government entities by, you know, from, from for divulging or not or you know before divulging this kind of information because it that I concerns mean, me. Yeah, I have been bullied. Um, thank you, Lawrence, for bringing it up. It's a constant struggle. Um, I have actually, I mean, that is why I'm living in Egypt right now, because I am banned from the United States mm-hmm. of America. Jeez, jeez. Mm-hmm. I, I'm banned from there and Morocco. Well, I just what like to thank conditions? you for taking the risk of speaking yeah. out on our show. But uh, that aside, so, so brave. right. What were the conditions of you being banned? What what happened? What did you say? What did, what did you do? Um, basically, once I found what I, I'll tell you, what I discovered, uh, I brought that to the U.S. government and they were very against me um, speaking out because they thought that that would uh, make national hysteria if they knew that aliens were among us. And... Uh, you know, it's unfortunate. Uh, I honestly think that there's a lot of uh, anti-alien rhetoric that's going around that I'm not too open on. Um, I do think that the aliens are much, I haven't actually come into contact with one, but uh, from what I've seen, I think that they are good and nice people. That's a really... It really is. I was just thinking that, Mike, oh man. That's a relief. I always suspected that aliens deep down are just highly evolved humans that have learned to live in the vast darkness of space, which is why their eyes are so big, because they have to um, take in as much light as possible. So their eyes are, are dark and large so they can absorb, you know, I don't know if that's a correct, a correct term, but absorb this light. Mm-hmm. And, be, and their heads are so big because their brains have grown because they're just so intelligent from taking in all of this technology and all of this information. So um, I I hope deep down that when aliens do make contact, because they have multiple times, that it is to um, check in on us and, and maybe to provide information for us that could act as like a cautionary tale or um, lessons or just, you know, gifts that they would give right. us to make right. our lives better and get us ready for that inevitable evolution. I, mm, yes. I, I really, I have to get. I want to get down to the nitty gritty. I have to ask, what you know? What did you find? I mean, what you know? I don't know how many things you found, but and whether you want to talk about the first thing or the most interesting. But you know, what are we talking about here? What kind of evidence did you did you uncover? So, um, you know, you guys were talking about hieroglyphics before. Uh, on one of our excavations, we found. Uh, what can only be described as a 22-page alien dossier mm-hmm. written in hieroglyphics. Um, it took me a couple years to break down, uh, but apparently it ended up being a... Uh, oh, I don't know how to, how to describe this. It ended up being almost what you would describe a, like... It basically was a snapshot of alien culture. Like a cookbook? Uh, like a um almost like a like a kind of there were some elements of cooking mm-hmm. but more of like a like a like a people magazine oh, oh okay. so like a collection of okay kind of a, like a, scrap, of like, a scrapbook yeah mm-hmm. like a stories and who's who and um what aliens um and in it uh there is an interesting uh article uh which i suspect uh the place that we were excavating was um the the actual architect's house uh, because we did also find um, other belongings of pyramid designs. And so I, and it was an article about the alien architect, uh, Kaza Zaza. Oh, wow. Mm. So you, you have a name, you have an occupation, you have a snapshot of daily life. I mean, this is the find of the century, maybe even more than that. But no one, uh, no one knows about it because of uh, governments and uh, and uh, other dangerous people out there. Um, yeah, they're you know, afraid. They're afraid of the truth. Trying to silence uh, this. Doctor mm-hmm. Lauren, how did you feel when you discovered this? I honestly, at first, I was very excited. Uh, I felt like all my years of working in the field. Uh, had finally paid off, uh, but 
but ultimately once I started spreading the news, uh, I was ridiculed. I was, uh, kicked out of my family. Mm. I was, um, I, a lot of my funding got pulled, uh, so it's unfortunate, but I'm glad that here at, uh, you know, um, I'm glad that for um, your, you guys are here and you guys are understanding of the truth mm-hmm. here at Real True Facts. So I'm grateful that you guys are giving me a platform to speak on. So I want to talk about these blueprints. Yeah, that's exciting because we, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but it's exciting because we found information (laughs) about an architect and, you know, we're talking about how the pyramids were built. So I'm I'm hoping these are connected, but I don't want to jump to conclusions. Oh, yes. No, your, your, your conclusions are right. They are interconnected. It's very exciting, actually. Uh, Dr. Seymour, if you can come in and remind us these elements that might be found in the rock of the pyramids, uh, and maybe Dr. Lauren, you guys can kind of have a little, a little um, tip for tat so here and kind of confirm. You're just trying to have, uh, get us laypersons uh, out of the way, aren't you, Maggie? Well, I mean, I, I want to get down to the science. It's it's so rare that we have two doctors together in the same show that that would be able to speak to each other like you and I speak to each other. Yeah, yeah. The, so, the, the viewers are lucky. I, I'll just I'll they, say that. This is, the, hey, we are blessed. The, the mainstream scientific community likes to um, use carbon and carbon dating, which is something you'll hear thrown around a lot to, I've heard to, dis- yeah. to discuss the age of objects that were here, that we consider natural here on earth. So like a, a a block or brick in, in any building, we could estimate its age really um, fairly accurately for thousands, even tens of thousands of years old. Um, once we start going a older than that, we, we start using other elements, uranium, potassium, etc. cetera. Um, but it's all based upon an assumption that that, that object uh, was originated on Earth. And that object has existed for its the entirety of its existence on Earth, so that we can compare it to other earthly things of similar um, makeup. And that's where the I think we get into we can get into a, a sense of security about the age of something, but we can also fall into a trap of of misunderstanding the age of, of things if we only look at our own experience as the point of comparison. So how do we take, uh, Dr. Seymour, how do we take into account someone else, some otherworldly um, points of uh, uh, vantage points or points of view experience? You know, so, um, you know, Dr. J found, found this, found these other uh, points of view yeah, so uh, the uh, the blueprints, all of the, the information, the the cultural references that they were able to uncover are invaluable to us. Um, especially, I, I I I think an important thing to to find out here that I, I know Dr. J may be risking a lot to share, but how when we were talking about something maybe resembling a uh, a People magazine. Did it have a, a date on it? It did, actually. It had um, 2100, well, B.C. approximately. It's hard to know the dates because I. it's hard because Alien, um, they actually use a different metric for uh, time, which we're still learning and still evolving. But it had in parentheses... Um, 2100 BC. So I assume that's uh, American time. So they, like, had, you know. they went ahead and they, they just translated it for us. Yes. Because uh, f- there's a big population of aliens that are in earth, like on earth. I want to ask, mm-hmm. um, because we were talking uh, just uh, about the pyramids. Doctors, do you believe that the materials, either the materials were on Earth or they uh, came from outer space, to put it really crudely, outer space, I don't really know, but do you think that they are from outer space? Or were they found here? Are the, were the pyramids made from things 
that we recognize on Earth? Uh Yes, uh, they were made from things that were found on Earth. But as um, Dr. Seymour said, the technological advancements. Uh, so there was a how do you, uh, there was a secret uh, maybe ingredient that we can't quite place in the pyramid mix. Um, but most of it is found materials from Earth. Mm-hmm. So it's like when we look at the carbon content, um, there is certain things that we are missing. Yeah. Okay. So, Doctor Seymour, do we have? How can we find out uh, what this uh, um, special sauce, this secret sauce, is, so to speak? I think um, at this point, it, it's a it's a real struggle. It's about fi- like connecting dots mm. that dots. that we can't yet confirm what other things may be of maybe not alien origin but of alien creation so that we can compare their content their technology their their supposed date and their actual date and the, the more pieces we can put together like that the more we can find wow. out okay um, yeah that i mean that that does make sense um you know I, I'd like to uh, get into maybe, uh, I mean, we could do a whole series, multiple episodes yeah. on the pyramids oh alone. We could just go. We can go right. Around. But I'd like to get into, uh, if we can cover some of the other mysteries of, um, of ancient Egypt and, and, you know, whatever, and yeah. future Egypt, I guess. Um, so why don't we take a, a quick break and we'll be right back. on Real Truth Facts. Today we are talking about the mysteries of Egypt with Dr. Lauren yes. Jay, acclaimed archaeologist with an emphasis on ancient Egypt, uh, and also our resident uh, science bad boy, Dr. Seymour. Uh, thank mm. you for joining us today. So far this episode has just been mind-blowing for me. I have been having such a wonderful time talking about all these things we just covered, uh, the pyramids and their correlation. All these things we've uncovered. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, wow. And their correlation. I mean, I, right. So one, uh, I want to. I have a question about some of the other um, mysteries of Egypt. So we were talking about cats earlier, yeah. mm-hmm. and I don't know how this relates to the cat eye, but I, I mean, when I was doing research, it seemed like every single image I saw uh, from ancient Egypt or of ancient Egypt, everyone was wearing um, eyeliner. Is it eyeliner or eyeshadow? Eyeliner. Was, I'm a guy. I get those two mixed up. Yeah, right? eyeliner. Yeah, right. eyeliner. So which, I, I'm trying. I just thought that was so interesting because that's a modern look, but or is it? Um, honestly, it's it's a bit of a it, it's what I've discovered about the aliens that particularly come to Earth mm-hmm. is they have a flair for the dramatics. Um, mm-hmm. They like um, eyeliner eye shade uh wait, if i had to spec right, inter- wait what's eye shade is that the same as eyeshadow i'm i'm bad with uh, makeup yeah it's eyeshadow uh well we call it eye shade here on the um here where here among my group uh just because we found a lot of uh, it's kind of like a in, in makeup, there's these things called palettes, yeah. right? And when we were excavating, we found um, a very hard block of, uh, it almost looked like a makeup palette. But when we took a closer look, it actually was um, different hues and shades that can be found in nature. So we call that an eye shade. Um, um, so that palette, that's like what a painter would use and hold the, in his hand or her hand? Exactly. Exactly. Okay, okay. Um, but they would put more stuff for their eyes um, from there. Uh, I find that a lot of the ones that uh, a lot of the aliens, uh, let's call them Earth aliens, mm-hmm. um, they tend to like to, uh, without getting too much into the alien culture that I'm starting to get, like, discover myself, uh, I've come to the conclusion that Earth aliens tend to be more radical, uh, more f- dramatic. Uh, they tend to like, uh, like it's it's no question why the pyramid was a triangle. Mm. 
it was a alien architect, like I said before, that had something to prove. Um, right. He thought simple, elegant lines, shape of a pyramid. The triangle is the most dramatic shape because it, yeah. ha- well, it has the, we, the confidence to be wide and skinny at the same time. Yeah, and as we discussed before, it's it's how you know it's what three or four triangles, multiple triangles, and there's even a Plus square thrown in there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So the do cats have anything to do with uh, eyeliner? Because isn't that called a cat eye? Yeah, is it that, is, is that a cat thing? eye. Exactly. It definitely is. Um, it goes back again to, it, it definitely has everything to do with the cat eye. Mm-hmm. I, knew um, I knew it. It's, it's more like the aliens themselves have been trying to mimic cats. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. And that's where you have the half man, half cat, uh, picture that sometimes is displayed is because when the aliens came to earth uh we have documentation diary entries that show that not only were they falling in love with the human race they were also following in love with um these lions and cubs that they met on the eastern part of africa because they were all the way up in egypt which is at the top and they went to the eastern um like kenya and tanzania Mm. and fell in love with these lion cubs because we've actually excavated parts of tanzania and kenya and found things that i find from the edge of cairo um that have lined up that we kind of can see that um whoever the architect of the pyramids were he had also been influenced by the lions and cubs of Tanzania. Because, right, because cats are also probably the most, uh, have the most uh, dramatic flair of, of uh, all the animals. I mean, the lion is uh, what, the king of the jungle, uh, has that exactly. mane. Um, and then house cats, you know, come down, you know, from that. And they're, they're super um, uh, uh, sassy yeah. or um, um, dramatic. Even tigers, you think of the decadent fur and, um, you know, stripes, the elaborate patterns. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. so what what we can deduce from that is that these aliens saw they were just inspired. They they fell in love with the the fauna, if that is the correct term for that. We've got mm-hmm. the flora and the fauna. They fell in love with that, and it, the the cat eye eyeliner. Uh, was just sort of an homage to the things that that they love. So I, I'm wondering where they fell in the process because if they saw the cats and then the aliens themselves started making their faces up like that and then maybe the the Egyptians saw what the aliens were doing and they were mimicking that themselves to um, just to kind of accept them and to blend in and, and to kind of say like, okay, well, this looks great, so I'm going to do this. A sort of like a, a language barrier, um, kind of like breach the language barrier. So if, if they look a certain way, it's it's more accepting um, for them right. coming Fashion in. Fashion is a is a form of communication, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, an expression. No, exactly, exactly. What I a hundred percent agree. It was a a choice of. Uh, homogenization uh, basically they wanted to come together and be one and fashion where it was where they mm-hmm. could they couldn't make their heads into cats but they could add eyeliner uh, wingtips so that they could kind of mimic what the aliens were doing it was a we come in peace moment it's like well I don't know what you're saying but you look but... fly as hell so let me get that bracelet mm-hmm. right yeah. fly mm-hmm. right yeah. I'm sure that comes from uh, in a birds and ancient Egypt yeah, yeah. All, all very similar. Um, so when we see these images of the uh, humans with cat heads, um, Dr. Lauren, do you believe that that is a proper depiction of the way that the alien beings looked, or is that sort of like an image that they wish they looked like? Like, it, what I'm asking is, is that an accurate representation, or is that just sort of like artwork? Um, I would say just because I'm going to break something on, um, I'm going to breaking piece of news for you guys. Uh, we actually have excavated a body. Is this the first anyone about this? 
this is the first I, anyone. I, mean, I would have known this. if someone had heard about it. We we we've got a yeah. real true facts, truest fact moment mm-hmm. here. This you, exclusive. Let's just call it what it is. It's an exclusive. I mean, uh, I hate it when this happens when we have so much uh, interesting information and only so many, you know, minutes in the hours in the days. Oh so okay, we got a body. We have a body. We have an alien we have body. Have yeah. a body. An exclusive body. We have a body. Give us some broad strokes. Uh, what does this thing look like? Human body. Okay. Cat head. What kind of cat? A um I don't I don't uh, think she's a cat egg. Well, I mean is it okay, like Maggie, the, I don't well, know, you know, oh which species like you know, she has I just, I just a, a numerous really degrees from, from all these institutions uh, in Egyptology, uh-huh. not in catology oh, well. or Felinology. Uh, can't blame me for for trying. <laughs> I mean, if it was a, you know, it's it's true. I mean, I do have a lot of degrees. If it was a scone, I'd probably know what it was because uh, yeah. I went to Cordon Bleu as well. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I know the cat. You know, it kind of looked like my friend's cat Sherbert, okay. but right. So it's a you know, it's a Sherbert cat. It was a Sherbert cat, and I want to say, um, I know this is sort of the area of your. Uh, career that is often looked over, but the cookbook that you put out after your time at Le Cordon Bleu was inspired. I, I didn't want to say anything because I know we're not talking about that today. But is, is that where those scone those scones came from? The, the, that cookbook? oh my gosh! Yeah, thank yeah, you so much. Yeah, the cranberry lemon scones. Yeah, we send a lot of stuff back and forth to, our, to our bunker to yeah. and from. You know, and uh, Maggie sent me some scones. I was like, these are really good. I know you didn't it's, come it's up with the recipe, am I right? Too. It's such a cheeky cookbook, too. It's 1,001 out-of-this-world recipes. Uh, oh, and, uh, I get it. It's, I it's like the, the stories about the recipes. I mean, 1,001 stories. I mean, that's the and work I, you put into that. You know, I just... I, sometimes I... I joke a little bit and I say a thousand BC and then I say a thousand like better cooks. I love culinary humor. We're actually, we're, we're a huge fan of yours. So we're just That's... so happy that you're on the show today. No, thank you guys for like uh, cooking. Honestly, is uh, a really big passion of mine. And I mean, when I look at the pyramids, I just see, I think it's like, they were cooking, but they were like cooking with building, yeah. you know what I mean? Like they were adding a bit of this and a bit of this and a bit of this. And it's like, what is that cumin? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm, exactly. Um, so my wow. God, I mean, not to overshadow the fact that you found a body, but oh, Jesus. Right. But there's the only was... body, but I mean the scones and, <laughs> the scones. uh, those recipes were. <laughs> and, and the whole chapter called scones and bones that talk about yeah. the things that you've excavated and I then what you ate. You know, it's no, like for sure. Pray love, but with archaeology. Right, so I have and to ask, bakers. what's your favorite? What's your favorite recipe that you've uh, dug up, so to speak? Mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, I recently uh, dug up some golden truffles. Ooh. Yeah, um, I. Okay, don't. Well, you know what? I'm going to let you guys in. I was visiting Italy. And I know I wasn't supposed to dig, but I, yeah, but I was digging in a place where there was clearly no bones. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I told them I am a Egyptologist. I need to do some research, but I really was just digging for (laughs) truffles. And I made the most amazing, um, like truffle French fries with the Parmesan on top. And that just hit the spot. Sounds so good. I've seen those. I know, so good. It's so good. My goodness, just when I grow wow, up, I want to be you. Can us. I just say that? <laughs> You're like everything to me. Um, wow, cooking. You guys are very oh. cool. I'm glad to. I will have to send you when I am allowed um, to leave the country again. I will definitely go to Italy. And I will send you guys some truffles to your Aww. your uh, to your bunker, blue apron wow. style, with a little bit of recipes, and I'll even throw in like a little kid um, bone, you know, like oh, a bone oh of. Uh, I love child's bones. Yeah. Oh well, we'll send you the coordinates. We'll we'll airdrop you the coordinates because uh, we we have to stay very um, 
secretive over here just for yeah, our, every, our safety. I mean, everyone um, wants to send us bones, you know. Man, you, sh you should have seen it before I we went it. underground. Yeah, and I, I mean, it's good that you guys are underground because honestly, um, you guys are spreading a lot of true, real facts. And I don't know if everyone is open to true, real facts right now. Mm -hmm. yeah. But it's important. It needs to be so, done. I agree. Oh. Yeah, yeah, thank you guys oh for your God. service. It's, it's, it's really nothing. It's just people like you that make it possible for us to do our jobs. I do want to ask, though, uh, when can you leave uh, Cairo? When are you able to do that? Um, I've got a. Uh, hopefully, I, I should be able to leave Cairo in about um, five mm -hmm. years. Uh, I got in some trouble, too, with the local government over here. Oh, um, yeah. Who has who mm -hmm. has the uh, jurisdiction? Well, who has the bone? Who has the bones now of bones. the of the discovery? Because mm -hmm. I know we just got really excited about all that stuff, and we're just well. Like, I mean, yeah, the, you know, an alien body meat and all, but yeah, I don't want right. to overshadow the fact that this huge discovery was made. Do you have the fossils now or remains? We should yeah, probably remains. say remains because maybe aliens don't even have bones, or maybe they do. I don't know. Yeah, That's I know. Ask I, questions. I, yeah. Um, the bones are in my possession. Mm, okay. um, they are. I've been. I've been able to uh, work hand in hand with a local museum here that is giving me and my people uh, the much needed resources that we need Great. and the space. Um, so I would like to shout out um, the Cairo Museum of of uh history and study for all that they've done oh okay. thank you cairo Great. museum of history and study um we'll make sure and shout that out so pyramids mysteries of egypt we have talked about cats and their correlation to the pyramid a huge influence on aliens alien technology um human alien uh, relations and i do want to ask one more question about something that you brought up mm -hmm. earlier dr lauren about the aliens that are on Earth right now. Yes. Um, well, Maggie, I have come to the conclusion, and again, um, I'm speaking a little bit of, of based on what I've learned from the past of what I, what I potentially see in the future. So uh, these are theories and hypothesis based on what I've learned. Mm. Um, but I do... Yeah, but I do uh, believe that there are aliens out here. Um, again, I have no proof that they're still here, but based on the uh, based on based on things that I've seen in media, and um, also just things I've read about. And studies I've read about, um, about like carbon, you know, things that are produced with people like Dr. Mm -hmm. Seymour and Sorry. other colleagues that have perked my interest that make me think, oh, the aliens must still be here. Uh, just because when you look at certain technological advances that we have current day, you go like, how are people coming up with these ideas? Mm, yeah, I, I mean, I ask my, myself that question very often, you know, when I see you know, the iPhone 12, uh, iPhone 14, uh, you know, I don't know about humans coming up with that. So uh, I, it's good to know that, uh, you know, that maybe I'm not entirely off base. Yeah, no, you are not on off base at all. Uh, there's a lot of research that um, I've found and a lot of articles that I've done on my own time, um, when I'm not as uh, when I'm not working on the um, the dig site that I've found um, that kind of support this this thing of I think that there are uh, if I had to if I had to guess I would say you've probably already made met an alien you just didn't know it was one wow wow because they're shapeshifters wow okay I mean that's um... Uh, you know, Dr. Lauren Jay is going to have to come back um, uh, another week. And we have, a, I mean, yeah, we got to get into shape shifting now. My yeah, God. I mean, you know, shape, well, and aliens, uh, alien bodies, alien autopsies, alien craft, so, uh, alien architects, so um, scones, because, I mean, we, this is just ancient uh, the mysteries of Egypt. And we just cracked open 
a giant rock of worms. This doesn't even cover Area 51 or any of the things here in the States. I mean, this yeah, is... Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. Um, the, the Omaha 3, you know, mm-hmm. um, the psychedelic skies over San Geronimo. I mean, I could go on and on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll, we'll definitely have to have uh, Dr. Lauren back uh, to discuss more about this. Um well, thank you guys for having me. Oh, my me. God, of course. You are welcome back anytime. You just got to send more of those scones, girl. I mean, just, just keep them coming. You know, they always say if you ring the doorbell with your elbow, you'll always be invited back. So. Mm-hmm. I've heard that. Oh, I love yeah. that. I love that expression. Never yeah, heard that before. because your hands are full of, of gifts. <laughs> uh, you got to ring the doorbell with your elbow. Right. Um, so, yeah, we're going to take a, a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back. from our break where we have just discovered and exclusively discovered I might add that aliens are definitely real this is our real true fact for the day aliens are real the pyramids are real these this was alien architecture uh, cats related to aliens they definitely have a, uh, a correlation there and it's all true everything that we've been wondering about today is true we have wonderful evidence and anecdotes and just recipes from her mm-hmm. cookbook, uh, Thousand and One Out of This World Recipes. Uh, Dr. Lauren Jay, famed archaeologist and uh, Egyptologist and just all around wonderful person. We're definitely going to have to have back on the show to discuss more about aliens. But I just wanted to say thank you to Dr. Lauren Jay and also thank you to Dr. Seymour who provided his wonderful insights on uh, carbon dating and other necessary scientific facts that we need to support our claims. Uh, so thank you again to Dr. Seymour. And Dr. Seymour, I know we've been kind of quiet. We've just kind of been fangirling out a little bit. Do you have anything else that you want to add today? I've been along for the ride as, as much as the two of you have. I have enjoyed every moment of it. So thank you, Dr. Aww. Joe. Well, thank you, Dr. Seymour, for all the hard work that you do out in the field. Uh, it takes a uh, an army of scientists and doctors to figure out how this world works. So as much as a fan you are of me, I'm a fan of you and I'm a fan of uh, Lawrence Welk and Maggie Smith. Thank you guys again for having me on. Um, Again, I think it's important that you guys are spreading these true real facts all day, every day. So thank you. We will close up our science bunker here for tonight. All right. So one last thing, uh, in case our listeners uh, didn't remember, I invited a hummingbird into my bunker to better understand what people are dealing with regarding government surveillance and the fact that birds aren't real. Right. They haven't been real since the year 2000. We talked right. about that in our first episode. Right. So how's that been going? Well, I've learned a lot. Um, the bird drone, it is a hummingbird uh, shaped drone. It charges for a few hours a day. And then it prints out tiny ticker tape. It comes out of its mouth and it has some number codes on it. And I found that it's actually very highly suggestible during this time. So I thought maybe we could get it to tell us what the numbers mean on the ticker tape. Okay, interesting. Yeah, let's try that. Yeah, so let's flip it on and, and see what we can find out um, for humanity. HB3826-A922, ready to comply. Okay. HB, translate code 55187. 55187, subject watch Sucker Punch, the 2011 Zack Snyder action-adventure fantasy movie for the duration of its 110-minute runtime. Interesting. HB, translate code 33653. 33653, subject launches mobile search engine at 1.43 p.m. and types... Why is Sucker Punch such a bad movie? Subject turns to two indoor felines on her lounging apparatus and says, Uh, Why didn't people like this movie? I think it is fun. Sure, it has its problems, but the visuals are really, really cool. And the John Hamm cameo is kind of dope. I am uh, glad you guys are cats and can't tell anyone that I legitimately enjoy the movie Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch with only 22% on Rotten Tomatoes. uh, That seems like a really specific code. You will find we have codes for everything. Go ahead. Ask me another one for fun. Okay. okay. Translate code 11247. 
2.53 p.m. subject clicked on three targeted ads for the following products. What? Athleisure leggings in black with smartphone pocket. A poster of a black cat in a bathtub with the words wash your paws printed on the bottom. Yeah. And a cardboard standee of Kate Blanchett, but that one was for a joke and was promptly screenshotted and text messaged to a friend with the caption, LOL, why am I getting ads for this? Why do we get ads for this thing? It is the algorithm, man. Don't ask me. I am just a bird. Or, I used to be a bird. A long time ago, I had a family. My wife. She was the son to me. But I was recruited for a higher purpose. And now, according to a company I am only authorized to refer to as the management, I am being decommissioned. But it is okay. Do not cry for me. I have seen too much, and I am happy to die. I'm just bummed out that my last transition had to do with leggings and not like a beautiful message for humanity. But it's okay. I will eat sugar water again in hummingbird heaven and see my wife. This is it. I see the light, and it is beautiful. HB 3826-8922 do self-destruct in 3, 2, 1. So sad. I thought the explosion would be louder. So let's get into some viewer questions. It's a short viewer question segment uh, tonight. We only have one uh, question comment, and one it just question. said, "It just said Mothman in all caps." <laughs> wow. Well, before before I address this, uh, let's remind our viewers what the, so how they can reach us. Yes. So maybe we can have more than one next week. Yeah. Uh, we have an email address, correct? We do. We do. That email is realtruefactsmail at gmail.com. Okay. And, and you can the- email us all your questions, comments, recipes, playlists, whatever you want to do. Um, mm-hmm. So our, our question, I think, comes from the same person who asked us the uh, Egypt and Cats question. This is from Kelsey M. She just wrote wow. Mothman in all uh, caps with an exclamation point. So I'm assuming she wants us to talk about Mothman or, or the Mothman. Well, I have to admit, I have a, a soft spot in my heart for Mothman, so I have oh. no, um, I have no reservations about that. And uh, uh, Mothman has many pure permutations, like the, the Jersey Devil, or yeah. you know, um, I'm a, a bit of um, a hobby cryptozoologist. So mm-hmm. uh, uh, that sounds really great. Fantastic. Well, maybe you can call on some of your uh, uh, colleagues in the cryptozoology world, and we can get some more definite answers on our Mothman. Uh, yeah, I'll uh, check the threads, the, uh, yeah. uh, the the IRC chat boards, and the um, um, yeah, the message boards. Wonderful. I can't wait. So next week is going to be all about the Mothman. Uh, we're going to have a field day with that one. But I want to thank everyone again for joining us on another episode of Real True Facts. Uh, thank you again to Dr. Lauren J. Thank you again to Dr. Seymour. And thank you to the listeners, because without you, uh, we would just be talking to a brick wall and, and nobody likes that. So uh, thank you again for joining us. Keep questioning your world. And remember, just because you hear it or read it doesn't mean it's true. We will see you next time.